This is episode number 76 of the High Impact Leaders Podcast, your shortcut to personal growth and career success. Welcome to High Impact Leaders. I'm your host, Doug Stannard of the Leaders Institute, and our goal is to help you build strong teams while growing a successful business. On this week's episode, I'm going to cover a few of my favorite leadership books and business books. Um, When I first started out in business, I didn't really have a whole lot of mentors to, to guide me, so I relied on books to help me solve problems. And last week, I covered a few of my favorite leadership skill books. You know, the ones that I covered last week are are things that will help you kind of develop those skills to deal with people more effectively and and those kind of things. This week, uh, we're going to cover things that will kind of help you or books that will help you create... ones that I covered this week, though, are geared around creating a leadership mindset. So you have to actually think like a leader to actually become a leader. So, um, and by the way, we'll also cover a few books about how to manage people more effectively. You know, leadership and management skills are often two different skill sets. So these books can help you improve the management side of your business. Hey, by the way, if you're interested in purchasing any of these books, no need to kind of take notes or anything like that. Uh, There's a link in the show notes. If you just click it, it'll take you to a page on my website that has every single one of these books listed with links to their Amazon store where you can purchase the books. By the way, as always, if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe to High Impact Leaders and also make sure that you rate the podcast and leave me a review wherever you download the show. And if you have questions for me or comments, you can tweet me at Doug Stannard or connect with me via my website at leadersinstitute.com. All right, so let's get on with today's session. So in a continuation of the leadership books, some of my favorite leadership books, this week, I'm going to cover a couple of different categories. The first category is the best books for leadership about mindset and thinking like a leader. Um, The first one of the, and by the way, I mentioned last week that this was kind of what started the whole process of me kind of creating this, this content on the, not only on the blog post, but actually internally for, for my team so that they have a list of these fantastic books, the things that kind of helped me get to where I am. Uh, this, the, the, the first couple of books that I'm going to mention here are ones that have been around forever. I mean, they've been bestsellers for decades and decades and decades. And because of that, because they are so kind of dated, I guess, uh, some some people kind of overlook them, say, "Oh God, that's old school. That's that's that doesn't apply anymore." But in reality, these are two of the books that can help people in any generation really jump to the 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 forefront of being a leader. The first one is one of my favorite books of all time. It's called "The Magic of Thinking Big." It's by David Schwartz, and um, it, it, no doubt about it. I mean, leaders think big. That's really one of the things that kind of sets a good leader apart from somebody who would be considered less of a leader. Um, so basically, the this book by Schwartz is a blueprint for thinking differently so that you can accomplish more. So Dr. Schwartz basically leads the reader through a progression to first think big, and then you kind of dream big, and then finally you achieve big. And it takes you through that step-by-step process. I, I mentioned this before, but this is really one of my favorite leadership thinking books. 
because it gives advice on not only how to grow a good business, but how to have a happier marriage, how to be happier at work, how to achieve fantastic goals. And, and so if you want to improve your success as a leader, you probably want to read and then reread this book once every couple of years. So here's one of my favorite quotes from the book. The size of your success is determined by the size of your belief. Think little goals and expect little achievements. Think big goals and win big success. Remember this too. Big ideas and big plans are often easier, or easier, certainly no more difficult than small ideas and small plans. It's a fantastic kind of quote. Get you to really just kind of think differently. So there's uh, morsels of really good content throughout this, this, this whole book. Um, the second one that is really on my top all-time leadership books is called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And this was this book, just so you know, it was first published in like 1937 during the Great Depression. And Napoleon Hill was an author. He actually interviewed and studied the most successful people and business leaders of that time. And he identified basically 13 principles that they all shared. He looked for things that they had in common. These were people who were highly successful in a time when the, the entire world was crashing during the Great, Great Depression. And these, the, these are the things that these 13 things are things that each one of these, these uh, successful business people kind of held. So um, just like with The Magic of Thinking Big, this book really identifies how wealthy people think. Um, uh, what is it that a wealthy person does that a person living paycheck to pay, paycheck really doesn't do? So the secrets are, are they're right in the book for everybody to see. And I have to admit, this book was a major influence in my early business success, uh, because if I hadn't changed the way that I think, I'd probably still be in overwhelming credit card debt like I was right out of college and complaining about how my boss still wasn't paying me. What I was, what I thought anyway, that I was worth um, less than six years from the time that I read this book for the first time, I made my first million dollars. Now, I'm not saying that you can have the same type of success, but it certainly started me out on, on a, a, a great path to success and maybe it'll help you as well. The third book in this series is one that's a little bit more recent, a lot more recent. It's by Simon Sinek. Um, it's called Start With Why. And um, Sinek, first published this book back in 2009. However, the book really kind of took off after Cynic became a, a TED Talk sensation. His TED Talk kind of went viral, and that's when his books really started to kind of sell. So uh, by the way, just so you know, his TED Talk is the third most watched video in the entire TED Talk series. So, uh, I mean, he's he's doing something right. So the book and the speech are really centered around a very, very simple premise. If you understand the why, then the how was pretty easy to <laughs> focus on the why. Um, and by the way, over 25 years ago, I kind of figured out the power of, of why myself. Um, unfortunately, I didn't write a book about it. I should have, man, I had no idea it was going to be such a huge, huge thing. But basically, I began my career by asking over 100 people why they thought leadership development was important. So basically, I was working for a leadership training company, and I and I, I knew I wanted to kind of start my own company. Uh, had no idea how I was going to do it, though. I mean, I was kind of starting from scratch. Didn't have a single client. Didn't have a single customer. Didn't have a single book or or program. Didn't I really had nothing. And so basically, what I what I did is I just started interviewing people, kind of like what Napoleon Hill did back in in the Great Depression. And the answers that these 
people gave me kind of helped me design the very first high impact leaders training course back in the early 2000s. Um, and then as the years went by, by the way, I and my instructors always started each consulting call, you know, if, we're, if somebody is actually interested in gaining leadership development, we'd always ask that first question of every single person, of the tens of thousands of people that we've kind of worked with over the years, we just kind of ask that simple question. So why do you want to take a leadership class, right? And over the years, the answers to those questions have changed, which is interesting. But um, they, as they did, though, we were able to really adapt and update our training to make it become what was most beneficial to the customers at the time. So without kind of really focusing on that, without finding out the why, then I and my team would have kind of been left behind by our competitors you know, years ago. Um, so it's so a very effective tool to help you get ahead. And uh, I would encourage you to, to, um, to pick up that one because it's a really, really powerful book. All right, so the next one that's on my list of how to think differently or think like a leader is the seven habits of highly effective people. Now, just so you know, I'm I'm not a huge, huge, huge Stephen Covey fan, but I love this book. And the reason why is because he basically took a few very simple things and said, hey, make these things your habits and you're going to get better results. Um, so he identified that that the habits that we develop really determine our level of success. So for instance, people who sleep in who show up late and give a minimal effort are doomed to live a mediocre life. You can't get around it. If you do those things, if that's your habit, you're going to live a mediocre life. You're never going to get ahead. However, when you change your daily habits, you change your success almost immediately. Um, by the way, this is one of the best-selling leadership books of all time because Covey did something very unique and he, he did it for the first time. So if you think back to the books that I kind of mentioned last week, the, the Carnegie book and the, and the, the book by Les Giblin, they, had been, they identified leadership skills as people skills, right? So basically, if you want to be a better leader, you have to have better people skills. Um, Schwartz and Hill identified leadership skills as being a different mindset. So it wasn't about the skills you have, you have to actually have to think differently. However, Covey realized that what really makes people successful is the way that they do things every single day. The habits are really kind of what make the leader. And actually that leads us to the next book, which is one, this is really one of my newest favorite books. I've read this book maybe four or five times. Um, it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. It basically took a, a similar kind of strategy to what Covey had 20 plus years or so ago and, uh, and in, intensified it pretty dramatically. Because basically what, uh, what Clear is kind of talking about in his book is you don't have to make huge, 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 huge differences or habits. You just make minor changes, a series of minor changes, these atomic habits over time. Um, so I have to be honest, um, most of the, the more recent kind of leadership books that I have read tend to be just a rehash of ideas that have been around forever. It's kind of the same thing, just said a different way. And so I, I, you know, even though I still read a lot, I still, I'm still up to date on, on things that are going out. One of the reasons why a lot of the books that are on my list are things that are books that were published sometimes 20, 30, 50, 60, 70 years ago, is that a lot of the new stuff really isn't new. It's just kind of a regurgitation of kind of what was already out there, just set a different way so that somebody can sell more books, right? 
So it, it's, it's, it isn't often that I'm both surprised and impressed by a new author, but James Clear with Atomic Habits, he basically shattered that perception for me. So his concept is really, really, really simple. He basically says that it is really difficult to improve by 100%. If you want to double your success at anything, that's hard. However, it's much easier to improve by just 1%. Small changes lead to big results. You improve by that 100% every week, and in 100 weeks, you now have your Actually, it's even more than that. It, I was going to say 100% improvement, but basically, it's compounded. You know, so basically, you're going to you're going to double your success way before you get to that 100th week. So he calls the the changes atomic because when we look at them by themselves, they seem very small. But the real brilliance of his book kind of comes next, though, because these minor changes become habits. You make minor changes, and they become the habit. They become it's not just something that you do, it becomes who you are. Uh, so this book on leadership is really one of the best roadmaps for improving your success that I've seen in my career. And, and <laughs> I mean, that's kind of saying something, because like I said, I've read a bunch of, of uh, books. I've, I've written a bunch of books. Um, so I, I kind of praise this one very highly. So make sure you buy a printed copy. You know, you can get the, the um, audible version, which is really cool, by the way, because you can hear it over and over again and, and, um, and apply it. But the reason why I would suggest that you get a printed copy is because you're going to want to dog ear that. You're going to want to highlight it and that kind of thing. Um, so basically, those are the books on mindset. Uh, I want to finish this session with uh, just a few additional books on management, because this is something that, that people sometimes kind of get confused. Um, you know, basically, you've got leadership development or leadership training or leadership books, which is basically creating the mindset of the leader or people skills or habits. Um, however, there are also books out there that will help you manage people and manage processes better. Um, and, and that's a little bit different than what we think of as, as being a good leader. A lot of times the, the analogy I like to use is the leader is the person who is kind of is with the machete going through the jungle. And then the manager is the person that comes afterwards and kind of paves the path. <laughs> so, so basically it's two different kind of skill sets. Um, so I wanted to cover a few of these uh, in, in this list, just because they're, they're things that, a lot of us kind of need help with. We can we can read all the leadership books that we that we can get our hands on and start to apply and practice some of these things. But if we are not great at managing people, we're still not going to have a fantastic level of success. So, so these these um, next few books are are some of my favorite management skill books. And and so really, in addition to building the great relationships with your team and thinking bigger. Um, good leaders are also able to direct and organize their team as well. So these books, the books that are in this short series are often simple how-to guides in managing people that, that managing the people that you lead. So the first one on this list is The One Minute Manager by Ken Blanchard and Spencer, Spencer Johnson. Um, the the one minute manager. Um, it, it, I, I kind of mentioned earlier that how to win friends and influence people is, is is a great book to start with for your leadership skills. Well, the one minute manager is a great management book to start with. It's one, it's really easy to read, really fun. It's got a great storyline and that kind of thing, and it's small. It, it'll take you very it's a small amount of time to actually read this thing from cover to cover. So basically, Blanchard, Blanchard and Johnson kind of tell a story about a new manager learning to lead people by interviewing other managers in his company. 
So as he talks to each one of these experts, they offer advice on a, on a single management skill. And then each one of these skills takes just 60 seconds or less to deliver. That's why they call it the one minute manager. So the book is, is it's really easy. It's a fast read and the tips are, are unbelievably easy to, to implement. So really simple starter kind of management skills. Uh, by the way, the book outlines ways to kind of help your team members set goals and shows you how to praise your team and then shows you how to reprimand them if you need to. Um, so it's a it's a great starter book for a new manager, a new leader, a new supervisor. Um, the second one that I have on this list is actually way more detailed than the one minute manager. It's kind of the it's kind of the opposite. So the one minute manager, really, really simple. This one has um, a lot of content and it. it's called the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. It's by John Maxwell. Um, John Maxwell is I, I would say in today's world, he's probably the undisputed king of management skills. I mean, he's written dozens of books on management skills and managing people. And so picking my favorite John Maxwell book was kind of tough. Um, but I tell you why I picked this one. Um, he, and I'll give you just a quick background for what I know about Maxwell. He began his career as a pastor in California and built up this huge church. Um, because he was such a captivating speaker, though, groups began to hire him to kind of motivate their troops at, at, at business conventions and annual meetings, that kind of thing. However, when he began writing books, his career kind of soared. That's when that's when his career really kind of took off. Um, this so um, this particular book that he wrote gives 21 laws or principles that will help you develop your skills as a better leader and, and as a manager. Um, an example of one of these of, of Maxwell's laws is the law of influence. And basically what he says is that the, the, the true measure of leadership is influence. And he basically says nothing more, nothing less. That's it. <laughs> That's how you measure a good leader. And as he explains this principle of leadership, he, he gives tips on how to be more influential to people that you are managing. Now, obviously, we can order or tell our team to, to do something, but great leaders are those who can kind of influence their team to accomplish more, even when the leader is not around anymore. So um, this is really one of the best books on leadership that gives you the technical kind of how to manage other people. So if you're looking for a roadmap, a step-by-step -step guide, it's a, it's a good one to start with. So by the way, if, you, if you're interested in purchasing any of these books, um, you don't have to memorize any of these. Like, oh God, what was that book that Doug was talking about? I really wanted to download that one. Uh, if you just click the link in the show notes, it'll take you to a, a webpage that I created that has the links to Amazon. You just kind of click it and it'll, it'll take you right to, the, um, to each one of these books one at a time. So you can make these part of your, your reading list. The next book on the list is called David and Goliath. It's by Malcolm Gladwell. And uh, David and Goliath, it was another one of those great recent surprises and the best books about leadership training. Um, if you're a small business owner or if you manage an agile team, this book is for you. <laughs> you're, the, you're the David going against the Goliath, right? So, so basically what he does is he gives tips and stories from a long list of what he calls underdogs and misfits who came out on top against their biggest competitors. One of the most notable was a young man named Vivek. Um, this man was an immigrant from India who worked for a software company in Silicon Valley. And his young daughter loved basketball, US basketball. So to spend more time with her, he volunteered to coach her basketball team. So he, he had never, by the way, played basketball and he had very, very little experience with the game. But um, so 
you know, he wanted to, again, he wanted to spend some time with his daughter. So he figured I better learn how to do this. Right. So he decided to take a different approach than what most people do. Basically he read the rule book. And after watching other teams of young girls that age play, he noticed something really odd. He said, most of the teams would score and they would run back to the other end of the court to play defense. That's what, that's what you kind of see in the NBA and in college and that kind of thing. Um, and, and by the way, this was the traditional way to play the game. You know, that's, that's the way most people do. You know, it's a half court press or a full court press. However, if your half court defense was lacking, which is very, very common for young people just in general, right? The team was um, at a disadvantage. And so um, he had his team institute a full court press on every single play. And the opposing teams, the rules basically say that the opposing team only has five seconds to inbound the ball. And then if they did successfully inbound the ball, they really only had 10 seconds to cross half court. So his daughter's team basically created turnover after turnover after turnover and ended up um, playing in the national championship for their league. Uh, so basically this, this David slays the Goliath in, in a very unusual way. So basically, and Gladwell just kind of chops the full, the book full of these, uh, these experiences and these things. Um, and, and he, he realized that in this new world of technology, that a company's ability to adapt and to change is way more important than its size. So if you're looking for an uplifting leadership book that kind of praises the other dog, you know, try, try this one out. Very easy read, uh, very fun as well. I think you'll get a good kick out of it. And again, one of my, one of my newest favorite books that are, that are out there. So the last book that I'm going to cover on this episode is called Traction. And it's, it's, um, it's, that's part of it. Traction, get a grip on your business. It's by a guy named Gino Wickman. And, um, in the same light, um, Traction is a fantastic book for kind of small business owners. You know, it's, it's very similar to to um, David versus Goliath, but has a lot more um, how tos in it. Right. So uh, unlike the other books in the series um, that are about thinking differently, this one focuses on techniques to run a business differently or run a business effectively. So. Uh, in fact, I, I, I came across this. This was recommended to me by one of my instructors. Um, she, she, at the time, this was back in 2019, pre-pandemic, and we'd set this huge audacious goal to, to really grow the company in, in the next few years. And she knew that. So um, she, she kind of recommended, hey, you should take a look at this book. It, it might help. And about halfway through the book, I realized that the things that allowed my company to grow to its current point we're not going to propel my company to the new growth that I wanted. It was kind of shocking to me. I just, hey, I just keep doing the same thing that I've been doing and, and I'll, I'll grow. No, that is what, what got you to the success level that you're at now is not going to propel you to higher levels of success. You got to kind of do things a little differently. So Whitman suggested going back to my corporate values, the things that me and my team kind of created in the early days of, of the company, but you know, they've been on the website. We haven't really kind of called attention to them in, in a few years or decade. <laughs> so my executives, I have my executives and I basically, um, we decided to independently rate each other. And then we also independently rated each one of our team members and each one of those core values, right? With five core values. And we kind of, we basically rated everyone in, in two ways. First, we rated each person based on our current score in each one of those, those core values. 
And then, and we basically just use a simple high school grade for each one. So A plus was fantastic. F means we stunk at it. Um, and then next we scored everybody on their potential. You know, so, hey, I might be a C now, but I've got the possibility, I've got the potential to be an A plus at some time in the future with a little bit of training. So during the process, the few people who tended who we tended to have kind of challenges with within our culture, every single one of them scored the lowest from all of, from not only me, but also my other executives as well. And so we knew that if we wanted to grow, we needed to make a few changes. And, and then a couple, a couple of months later, I mean, this is basically, we were doing this in late 2019 as our, as our, um, preamble to the the 2020 um, year and you know getting 2020 started off on a on a fantastic footing uh, and then the covid pandemic hit and that analysis that we did a couple of months prior to the pandemic hitting was critical in allowing us to not only survive but eventually grow during the the pandemic so um in the in the last year we began as as we started coming out of the pandemic and my company started to grow you know more and more and more uh, we began to base our new hires on those core values and and the growth has really been phenomenal so i mean this is one of the things that that he kind of teaches in that book but it's it's a really cool roadmap to help you kind of structure your your company and and set, help you reach and attain some of those um, fantastic goals that you set for for your, not only for yourself personally but for your department your division your company um so by the way just as a reminder uh, no need to kind of write any of these down though we're going to put a link in the show notes that will kind of take you to our, our website that has a list of all of these you can just kind of click the link and it'll take you right to amazon and show you, you know you can get them on on uh, audible or, or audio version, you can get the paperback, the, the, um, the hardcover is also available. So if you want to purchase any of these books, um, then it should be really, really easy to get there. On the next episode, I'm going to reveal my top business books on how to communicate with and understand other people. Uh, so if you want to build a cohesive team, then these are books that can really, really help. I'll also cover my favorite books on how to sell to others or how to persuade other people. And then in the final week, I'm going to reveal my favorite marketing books, the absolute best leadership book that has ever been written in, of all time. And also a handful of books that everybody says are fantastic leadership books, that, but they're probably ones that you want to kind of stay away from because they can lead you down a, a very, very challenging path. <laughs> for, by the way, for those of you who are kind of catching up and binge listening to the, the podcast, you're, you're most likely going to now skip the next episode and go right to that last one. Uh, but make sure and come back and listen to the other one as well, because there's, there's fantastic books next week as well. All right. We'll see you next week on the High Impact Leaders Podcast. Bye, y'all.